0: Hey, it's Josh here. I just want to take a quick second before we get started to express our gratitude and appreciation to anyone who's listening, whether you're consuming this by download, whether you're listening on our website or following us on Instagram or TikTok, however that is, we thank you. Doing that lets us know, hey, that there's somebody out there. And as long as we're entertaining one person, then it just makes everything worth it. So on behalf of myself and everyone here at Game Rage, thank you. All right. Now enjoy the show. Welcome to the Game Rage Music Show. Again, for what I believe is Game Rage music, episode number eight, and cheap plug out of the way. Game Rage magazine on the Twitter and the Instagram and all that stuff. You know, you know the drill. Game Rage magazine. Follow us, like, comment, subscribe, whatever. You know, just just do us a solid. Anyways, I'm Josh. I'm here with Adam. Howdy. And uh, today we have uh, some interesting things to talk about. A couple couple of new bands that uh, we want to introduce each other to and therefore hopefully all of you who listen, you know, the tens of you that listen.
1: Yeah, this is like a, I mean, we don't do things on a itinerary or whatever. It's just kind of on a feel basis, I guess you could say. But this is something else I wanted to do was each of us bring some music to each other and we just like sit and listen and we just talk about the music itself. Uh, and then also, in, in addition to the the other things we're going to be doing, which is doing entire playthroughs of albums or um, just talking about current events and music or just personal experiences, like things like that. I don't know what that leaves us at count wise as far as like formats for shows or formats for this show. But yeah, it's got to be at four or five now, I think.
0: Yeah. And, and you know, I think that's cool. I, I think that's something that we are going to try to incorporate, and, you know, give uh, give the people variety, I guess. right? Yeah. And then it's also so it doesn't get boring for us, too, you know? Yeah. So, anyways, the first thing, though, that <laughs> I would like to talk about All is right. on your Insta- Instagram page, yeah. I have seen these memes been popping up that you have been uh, creating. Yes. Uh, regarding a certain situation with a certain band that has uh, f- fired their manager. Right? That's what it is. The <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, and you have been... Uh, Hamming it up, as they say, with with the memes. So, what? First of all, I guess tell me about what what brought this on, or how did this come to your attention? I guess in the first place.
1: Uh, I kind of like know some of the history of where this guy has worked. Uh-huh. And like I've met him once. Yeah, and it was kind of a funny situation. Actually, I met him on two separate occasions. One of them was at this uh, event called Cheeto Chavita Cool, which was uh, this is Hoga- Jose. Galvan's event uh-huh. at the high hat or that's what it was called formerly. Now it's the fishbowl. Okay. And, um, he was booking a lot of the, uh, this management group's name is, uh, cosmica and they book a lot of like Latin or rather they work with a lot of like Latin X artists. And okay. one of them was called loyal Lobos. And I believe, uh, this guy Gonzo, his, he was the manager of this, this artist. Okay. And, um, I was really interested in – this This was, like, very early on in my, like, personal journey of just figuring things out for myself, like, in the music industry. Right. I really wanted to interview Loyal Lobos, and she directed me to talk, like, I don't know what it is about artists do that they just I, – I don't know if it's just me or if it's just, like, a predatory thing that they, they – like, I – from the outside – looking in right or vice versa rather they see someone like myself coming at them and they're like oh manager yeah, yeah. Ma- like every si- every situation is like go talk to the man go talk to the manager right yeah so i mean she was polite like i mean it wasn't so much her it was just i th- i think that's just kind of like the the way things are yeah. is that uh, when you talk to an artist, if they have a manager, you, like, everything's directed towards them. So then I spoke to the guy. I told him like, Oh, I, I really enjoy your artist. Like, yeah, is there yeah. a chance I could speak with her? And then I, I don't know if he, if he just kind of like said yes politely, but it was actually a no. Like it's, <laughs> you're, like, it's never going to be, it's never yeah. going to be, ha- it's never going to It happen. was a yeah, sure buddy. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, a year. Yeah, sure. Well, that's what I was wondering. Like right. if it's one of those things. Cause I was, I would say I was naive at yeah, that point. Like yeah. I, you know, it's sometimes you you can like be perceptive and and read a room, right? Yeah. But sometimes you just you don't know, like so I can't I couldn't yeah. really tell, but that this I, I assume the worst. Yeah. I assume the worst. Right. But anyway, so this guy w- w- uh, was working at Cosmica for a good time, and then there was a point where he had uh, I guess migrated over to red light management, which is kind of like, it's kind of a big deal. Like yeah. it's, it, it's one of those, uh, larger management groups. And this is, this is the same management group that has like the sacred souls, another band from Southern California that has risen, risen up the, from the yeah, ranks. Yeah. Yeah. Risen through the ranks and, uh, have become quite the notable group with, within the United States and probably right. around the world. But, um, uh, yeah, so this guy left and he took this band with him called the Marias. Okay. And uh that was under Cosmica's management. So yeah. I, don't, I I'm not going to pretend I know what the I I don't I'm not going to pretend I know what situation yeah, is. you're situa- not like
0: an insider. No, you don't no. got any
1: inside info. This is all just, you know, shit that you've observed. Yes. Yeah, And yeah, okay. the the real thing of it is that <laughs> I care about music itself in an, its entirety. So yeah. I like knowing the players. It's like baseball to me. Right. I like knowing all the ins and outs of stuff. And uh, it's just it's just the way I like observing things. So, you know, I, I looked into that dude, and I know he has... Um, I, I speculate to some degree that this guy had some way of getting the Marias on television... Uh they, they appeared on Jimmy Kimmel like I think last year. Okay. Um and I I wonder if it was because of the fact that he had worked in television before to some degree. I think he worked with like Disney. Oh, okay. so knowing that ABC is a company, affiliate, a, yeah. A, an affiliate of Disney itself, you have to imagine that there's some kind of connection Oh yeah! Like there, there has to be something there, like that he networked his way. Yeah, there's, get,
0: there's no other way. I mean, that's how Hollywood is, or that's how that whole industry is. That everything's just interconnected and interwoven. That's how shit happens, right? So, right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So like, I, I know vaguely um, his background on his professional career just based uh-huh. on what I've seen on LinkedIn. Right. And, um, and it just so happened to be within the last couple. I mean, I could, I couldn't tell you when. This happened, but uh, at some point the Marias walked away from Red Light Management, and therefore they walked away from this manager they had, they had been they had been working with with for I think eight years. Yeah. so that's that's a substantial amount of time. Oh yeah, and then on top of the just just the real interesting part is that this guy had been working at Red Light Management for nearly a year or two, so it right. just. The, the separation feels almost abrupt. Like, yeah. you, you, just, you just hopped on this management, and now it's all gone, like, a year and a half later. It's very strange, I guess you could say. Right, right. And this isn't me, like, shit-stirring or whatever. Well, maybe later. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just fascinating to me because I knew the history from very early on of when I was like, just starting out, like looking for things in music, like yeah. whether that was music itself or just learning about people. Right, right. And that was just kind of like why I kept track of this guy for so long. And, um, yeah, w- once I found out that, uh, they had that separation between the professional relationship between Gonzo and, uh, and, uh, the Maria's, I noticed that on the, I noticed on the Maria's website that it was on the contact page. It and that, that's mm-hmm. how that was that's how I was keeping track of how things were changing was I went to the Maria's page and found out that guy went to red light management at some point. Before it used to say Gonzo at Cosmica Management. Right. Okay. And now it was Gonzo at, at
0: Yeah, yeah. Whatever um, theirs mm, is. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So now when I went back Yeah. I saw somebody else's name with fucking Mick management, M I C K Mick management. And I was like, Oh shit. They already got signed by somebody else. And to be truthful, I don't know how big this management group is, but their roster of artists are decent. Like the one juggernaut, I guess they could have, or rather that they have is this artist named Sharon van Etten. Uh Uh, But I would say like the Marias are probably to me, their their biggest haul, Like, Right. Yeah. Like they scored. I think they scored pretty fucking decently. Like that's like a
0: ready-made artist that. Yeah. Yeah. You can. That's well, a cash well, cow. This dude. is uh, this is uh, Hulk Hogan going to the other wrestling agency or whatever. Right. Kind of, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. That's like kind of what that is. It, it, it,
1: that's that's exactly what it is. So I noticed that, and I shit posted. Yeah, yeah. Because, uh-huh. okay, I'm, I'm gonna full disclosure. What me shit posting is about is. It's a test for humanity itself. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could say it's deep. Because I have been under the impression, or my suspicions about the nature of the internet or just people itself. Yeah, is that people love drama? Oh fuck yeah, they do. Uh-huh. And when I shit post, it's obviously to test people, like to see how they react and right. When I when I say things about artists, when I write rosy things and say I love the I love this artist for this particular reason or that reason, right. nobody gives a shit, dude. Yeah. So when I'm shit posting, it's really to see if that is the difference between people paying attention to something that I, you know, I'm pouring my heart into and nobody cares, but right. when I when I do something like what I did recently, which was make a meme about this guy Gonzo, and the Marias, and it it was the, it was this meme from the Flash the television series, and I think it's like one of the main characters died, but it's like a it's a behind the scenes photo, and it's Maria from the Marias uh-huh. like standing over the grave with like deuces up, <laughs> <laughs> and the grave was marked Gonzo Lubel twenty fifteen yeah. to 23, 2023. and it said Red Light Management, implying that their relationship was fucking dead, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "This is fucking funny, dude!" Like, I, I, mean, I, I want to meme the industry because it has given everybody else so much and me so little.
0: Like, yeah, like, I, yeah. I agree, though. I don't care who you are. That's fucking funny, right there. Yeah, and and, and, and me not. I saw that, and I don't even know anything about either of these two things. And I, I said, "Oh man, that guy fucked up." <laughs> Whoever that is, <laughs> that guy fucked up. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So, I made that meme and oh man, it it was uh I don't know how many views it got or anything like that, but oh man, it caught some pretty good uh it, it got some pretty good reception on it like people were like, "Oh my god, this is fucking hilarious." Like yeah, yeah. or uh it, it caught the fancy of cert- I curried the favor of of certain individuals. Of certain individuals and he they got a kick out of it. Yeah, yeah. So uh We'll see, man, how this pays off for me in the future. (laughs) Would would you
0: say generally that this – did this get more hits or more likes or comments or views or whatever than, like, the normal shit that you post? Usually, yeah. Yeah,
1: unfortunately. Like, I mean, unless somebody else – unless I write something really rosy about an artist and they share it themselves, like, of course their audience is going to want to like or, like, view the thing – but on my own, dude, like, no. I don't do all that well. Uh, I mean, I do okay, but, like, I mean, I'm, like, sub 100. And, like, I'm in the greater greater than 50, less than fucking 90 or whatever range. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, but, like, this one, I think, got, like, 100 plus or something, which is whatever. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I have the impression that, like, a good portion of the people that follow me are just bots anyways. <laughs> but... But like I said, dude, like it's bait, like it's it's me, it's me trying to poke the bear and fucking Yeah. Cuz like if I'm going to be somebody in the music industry, I'm not going to be fucking you know, I'm I'm not going to try to be holding my tongue for other people, right? right Whether right. that's an artist or like other shit, like I I just want to be who I am. I'm not going to fucking yeah. Cuz you, know, you have you heard that phrase about um you know, you you know who holds power over you if you hold like they if you hold your tongue in front of them, right? Implying yeah, yeah, yeah. that like if you care about what they think, then that means they have power over you. Yeah, true. So true, I've heard that. That's my personal belief. Like nobody has paid me yet,
0: so I'm not going to shut my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so you're you're just going to continue doing the things that you think are funny or yeah worthwhile. Yeah, and then you know and. The the four dimensional play here,
1: the four D yeah, chess, chess here move, yeah. is that as I am, as as I stated before, people love drama, right? True. Whether this is fact or fiction, whether this is actually how I feel about this person or not, whether it is true or whether it's truth or a lie, people watched and they 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 are invested. So like that is the thing of it is that I'm, I'm, I just want to push boundaries, do like yeah yeah. Because everybody's so secretive about what relationships they have with like the music industry itself. Like, if I yeah. one question I would love to ask one artist is that she's had her music placed on television, right? Uh-huh. And I know it's not because she's popular, but she still managed to get her music synced on something. Yeah, and I would love to ask that question. I it, I know it's very direct but she's not going to tell me it. Right. Because then that kind of spills the
0: beans on the secret of like how, how the secret sauce is made. (laughs) I guess. But then like, that's the whole thing though is, is again, is that part of like what we've talked about before with the the whole gatekeeping? Is that what that is? Is it, Listen, if I spill the sauce about how I got, let's say, something on TV, right? Is somebody else going to be able to take that exact thing that I did, replicate it, and fucking go do it again? Probably not, because they don't have the connection that I had, or they don't—they didn't have yeah. whatever the certain thing is that I had that this—that nobody else does. That that's how I got my shit on. It's—it's yeah. it's not like I'm giving you a cheat code. This is like, oh, hey, I had a connection, and I had a networking event with somebody that I yeah. met, and then all of a sudden now here my shit came out on on TV. Yeah, so. <clears throat> If I can't get those things, then I'm going
1: to do the thing that will draw attention to myself and basically parody the the music industry. Because nobody wants to fucking play with me, dude. Like Nobody wants to fuck with me? All right, cool. I'm going to fucking turn it on his head and be a dipshit. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Honestly, that's kind of how I feel about everything in general. And I kind of think that's what's cool about at least... (laughs) what we're doing again we're not reinventing the wheel we're not doing anything fucking new i guess but it's like hey if you're not going to give me a seat at the table that's cool i'll make my own table all right and and fucking have my own little i'll I'll sit at the kids table i don't give a fuck you know i'll sit here and i'll do what i think is funny and what i think is cool and what i think is worthwhile and if you guys don't ever want to talk to me that's fine i don't need you to i can just do what i want to do on my own, and it doesn't require the backing of a major player in any sort of industry, because well, I'll just back it myself, and if it fucking flops, or it shits the bed, okay, cool, guess what, I'll just do something else, I'll make another thing, I'll move on to the next project, or yeah. I'll move on to this, who gives a fuck, yeah. and you know what, again, uh, it goes back to controversy creates cash, right? It does, so it fucking. Does. You are the prime example of that, with you literally po- sh- posting all these, and I read all of your shit, right, all the shit you post, all the heartfelt fucking things that you put in the I know the amount of fucking effort and the amount of love that goes into you looking into these bands and, and putting these things down. And I know it's not easy. To write stuff like that and to get it out there. But to fucking pour your heart into it and then have nobody give a shit. And then as soon as you post a funny meme about some asshole that had a bad day and fucking lost a major fucking <laughs> yeah, band, yeah. basically probably his entire livelihood, okay? It's now, cheap. it's cheap heat. It's, yep, it's, it's cheap heat. It's cheap heat. Like, it, oh yeah, it's it, wrestling. Yeah, it's wrestling, it is. dude. It, everything goes back to wrestling, man. We've talked about this before on all kinds of other shit, but it all not, goes back to that, man. Like, it's, <clears throat> I can't even say
1: I'm proud of it because I'm not. Like, because it, it just. Yeah. It really speaks to people, like, right, to say that that's the thing that they care about. I care about artists. I want to talk about them and yeah. like the the intellectual side
0: of shit. But nobody cares, dude. Nobody fucking no, cares. Nobody cares. They just want to see you shit on somebody. That's yeah. all they want to see. Is yeah. just, just people get shit on yeah. and then laugh and go, <laughs>
1: but I will say, like, <clears throat> the other part of it is well, like the the 4D chess move of this. Yeah, yeah, is that. Again, regardless of how I personally feel, like I'm never gonna say what the truth or the lie is. Right. The thing of it is, like, if I say these things about an artist, they're also gonna get a benefit out of it because now they are in that realm of that specific topic, right? right? Yeah. So that bleeds into them, and if I say, "Hey, this band fucking sucks dick," yeah, what do you think the response is gonna be of other people? They're gonna say. Hey, fuck you. What, are you. what are you on about? You don't fucking make music, you piece of shit. Yeah. I'm going to go support this band. Oh, cool. Well, guess what, dickhead? I got you to fucking... <laughs> yeah. To pay for a ticket to go see this band because
0: you wanted to spite me. Yeah. So mission fucking accomplished. Yeah. So, yeah. Nah. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> so I don't... I, and then again, like,
1: uh, I, I don't know if I answered all the... What you were trying to get at. Like, w- w- what was the other part of it? Right. Did, what I. Get to up to this point, I said the thing about the meme, right? Uh, um, yeah, so I've just been like making random memes about like promoter. I made a, a meme about this promoter called Sid the Cat. I think, <laughs> uh, that maybe that one, I that, there's a little bit of truth to that because, <laughs> uh, I, I find a lot of the shit that they book is a lot of boring singer songwriter type yeah. of shit. I'm like, I really don't understand how they have 22,000 followers on Instagram or, or just have a large following. Cause I just don't see the music as like, I don't know, man. Yeah, I, Maybe, but like, I don't know. Maybe people like that shit. I, I obviously, I guess there is some it, sort of, you know what aspect. It, And I don't know these guys personally, but I speculate, speculate that like, to me, they're like the, the gentrifiers of like <laughs> Los Angeles booking of bands. Like, Uh, They speak to the white people. They're
0: kicking out all the urban, uh, ethnic fucking uh, (laughs) artists. Yeah, dude, like,
1: all the minorities, like, I'd be shit. I'd be surprised if they actually did that. But, I mean, I don't know, man. I just, I don't, I don't really uh, fuck with their shows, I guess you could say. Uh, (laughs) And even this, what I'm saying is uh, there may be truth to it or not. I mean, I might just be saying this to fucking... You
0: might just be making everything (laughs) up. Who the fuck knows? All right? But... At the end of the day, you're putting it out there and uh people are looking at it at least, I yeah. guess, right? Uh so does that does that answer? Yeah, your kind question? of. So but how how does that so how does it make you feel? How does it make me feel? When you when you post some of that stuff. And, okay, the media
1: gratification is from myself, obviously. Right, like yeah. that I think that this is fucking hilarious. And it the the real kick of it is also when um when I predict what the outcome is going to be and yeah. people <laughs> do the exact thing that I expected <laughs> out of them. Like yeah, yeah. it's fucking funny, dude. like that's, that's the part to me. Do I care about the likes and the follows or um, like the reception? Mm, not really. It's yeah, just yeah, like, okay. it's just really the satisfaction of knowing that I predicted what people were going to do. Right. And as, you- as I, as I have been doing it in the past, when right. I said that Henry Rollins is, was going to oh, play yeah. a band called split system before it actually a week in advance. And I predicted that fucking Jocotine was signed to Sony Music Entertainment uh, in advance. I mean, technically it was two days. I could show you proof that it was two days in advance, but i've 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 been speculating uh, that's been happening since probably um, you know twenty twenty two December. I guess you could say December twenty twenty two.
0: So you know. So it's just the satisfaction of you knowing you were fucking right. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. I mean, I don't, I don't know right. how that paints me, but I, I just, I don't give a you shit. You know what, dude. man? At this point, I don't think it really matters how how you're painted. The, the fact of the matter is, is you're trying to do something, and whatever the methodology by which you can get people to look at or listen to your opinions, yeah. Whether they be right or wrong, yes. you know that's it. That's all that matters is you going out and doing that and continuing to push forward. Because look, look how I
1: have to make up for. I'm not going to post my face because it's not that I care about anonymity or anything like that. Yeah, I don't care if anybody says you're a fucking idiot, you're ugly, you're stupid, or you're fat, you're right. whatever, whatever it might be, whatever insult people have. It's that's not the part why I don't post my face or anything yeah. like that. It's because people don't care about what I look like. That's that true. I think, um. But I think it's more important for me to if, – if people value my opinion, that it's going to be on the words and the voice that I have, not so much what I look like. Right, right. So I get what you're saying. Yeah, because, I mean, dude, for a lot of people that are attractive, whether that's, you know, uh, male or female or whatever, uh, they have the easy in. Like, that's the truth of it, is that they have the easy into people Right. because yeah. they immediately want to listen to them because they are attractive, right? Yeah, yeah. And I don't have that. So, like, I have to make up for that by saying outlandishly stupid things. <laughs> right.
0: Well, that's kind of what we're doing here with this whole thing, right? Yeah. And I, I feel the same way about you in regards to that. And I think that, okay, obviously, because we're going to be doing in, in October, we're going to be doing a, like a giveaway thing, right? Yeah. And I'm going to post a video of me holding the thing giving away, right? And that's the first time anybody's going to really see at least what I look like. And I have a feeling that all seven of our followers will unfollow us once they see that, and one of them is my wife. So yeah. <laughs> just to, just to tell you about how ugly I am, that's probably what's going to happen. Yeah. So it, whatever, if it fails, it fails. If it works, it works. Who knows? But at the end of the day, yeah, I don't think it really matters what the fuck you look like. It's 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 what content can you put out. And again, we've we've talked about shit in the on other podcasts about yeah this semi kind of topic about people posting shit just because they look good and then them getting a shit ton of people to follow, but there's no content behind it. There's no substance or whatever.
1: Yeah, and that that could go for <clears throat> artists as well. Like, Yeah. When you think about them, I mean, who are the people that you're drawn to? It's the fucking guys that are controversial, right? Right. It's like Eminem back in the early 2000s yeah. and 90s. The dude knew how to fucking create a feud. Oh, yeah. Um, it was Marilyn Manson because... Uh, I mean, he was considered the antichrist. Yeah. Uh, or people believed him to be like the antichrist. Right. Right. So, and then in radio, dude, Howard Stern, like Howard Stern was a fucking provocateur or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. True. Um, and you know, it's hard even like in radio itself, it's hard to distinguish people because they didn't dare to do more. So it's like, yeah, that's why Howard Stern is remembered is because he was somebody that was, willing to fucking put himself out there in danger. I mean making radio stations lose money. Oh yeah. Because of the things he was doing. Yeah,
0: and to continually push the envelope creatively and yeah, sure. He he had a little bit of that um I guess like that Jerry Springer or that uh that kind of effect where it's like, oh, you know, the you're you're doing it for the for the fucking the cheap pops or whatever, you know, you're, yeah. you're, you're creating this controversial stuff yeah. just to get the cheap heat as we've talked about. And again, nothing wrong with that. I think that's great. I think that, that there are certain aspects of that, that we could use, utilize, capitalize on maybe. But, um, I still think that just having the balls to do that. Uh, otherwise, if if he wouldn't have done that, he would have probably just been some regular ass radio DJ that nobody would ever fucking known about. Yeah, you know and, and like, again, for, for
1: artists, like, if there is not something to you, you're not going to be remembered, dude. Like, right, yeah. And, and I don't know if it's, like, the edge, like, having an edge, whether you're you're dark or brooding or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. There has to be something to you. So, like, for me, I don't know if I have an edge or what the fuck it is. But the, the thing is, like, I know I've been observing people. I know the music. I know how the networks of people like interpersonal relationships yeah. amongst people. Like I know all that. So now I'm finding like the humor in all of it and turning it into memes, I suppose. And that's like, yeah. well, that's why I do it is because I haven't seen anybody else do things like that where they're talking about direct people, like real relationships that, uh, right. that exist in the music industry. And then <laughs> finding humor <laughs> in, yeah. in it. Cause like I said, dude, people got a kick out, of it, kick out of it. But, I mean, it. I, for me, I got the joy out of it just creating it. Like, that was the real right. part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay,
0: all right. I get what you're saying. All right, well, anyways, I think we've uh, gone on that long enough. So now let's get to kind of what originally this whole episode was supposed to be, which was us introducing new music that neither of us have heard to oh. each other. So um, I will... Uh, I will let you go first. So tell me the name of the band and the song, and I'll get it up on the thing so we can play it. All right. Um, so you, I think you may have listened to this band. All right. But um,
1: they're called Horror, Whore? Horror, like oh, Horror, Horror. Like H O R R O R. Yeah, yeah uh, it's number the R's are nines. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah. Okay,
0: wait a minute. H O nine nine oh nine oh nine are they from the nine oh nine no oh well that'd be funny if they were okay there we go all right uh and the song that i
1: want you to hear is um fuck i i for, it, it's got like Corey taylor featured
0: on it um uh, let's see it. <laughs> 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 Wait, wait, wait! <laughs> their top songs listed on here on iTunes are actually oh, one of them it says oh, it's them featuring them. I thought it was their own song that said featuring them. That would have been funny. Yeah. Okay. Cor- Bite my face. Is that Bite it? My featuring face, Corey yeah, Taylor. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's the first song I want to hear dude, because <coughs> when I heard this shit, yeah. I'm like, dude, this is fucking rad. Like, this is. Uh, do you want me to tell you like the genres? Or yeah give like- me the give me the rundown of it. Well, I like these guys because this to me is what twenty one hundred fifty you know, like 2049 sounds. Like this right, is right. the okay. future. The future of music. Yeah. Like it takes, it takes industrial music or electronic music, I suppose as well. Okay. And it adds rap in, it adds like punk. But they had their songs that, they're that more, I guess, punk driven, I suppose. Right. Um. But it's just that the whole blend of genres plus rap thrown on top of it just makes for a really interesting sound that um i i'm i i would say that i'm not uh i'm not a day one fan of this band like i I recently discovered them and it was this album that i heard i'm like this is this is so fucking cool like i i was blown away when i heard this shit i'm like this is this is when people talk about like oh things aren't as good as they were back uh they're not as good as they were back then right? right okay i don't think there's any truth to that i think Music is constantly evolving, and it, yeah, yeah. And in, ter- in some cases, better or some cases, is worse. So, this is one of the better cases. that like if you wanted to find something new and interesting, yeah, this is what I believe is interesting.
0: Okay, all right, so this is uh, horror uh, HO 9909 uh, called Bite My Face featuring Corey Taylor. So, this will just be kind of like we did with the Genesis of USU one. If you're listening to this on the podcast, It'll it'll pause. Mm-hmm. You, you can pause it, you can go listen to the song and then come back and just replay in order to pick up right where exactly where we left off. Now, yeah. if you're listening on heady radio,
1: yeah. uh you'll you'll just hear everything in its entirety. So like you'll actually hear the songs plugged in and no additional work will be put on you. Yeah. But if you yeah. just want to hear the pot you know, like i like we said, uh for the podcast, if you want to hear it right away, you go on Game Rage Mag uh website and you can hear the podcast as soon as it drops yeah but if you want to wait around till fucking uh heady radio and just so you don't have to do any work
0: do any work you can do that too <laughs> yeah totally acceptable both both things are acceptable yeah absolutely all right so here we go for the first song bite my face featuring cory taylor by horror all right so that was bite my face featuring Corey taylor and if you don't know who Corey Taylor is... That's he's... the guy from Slipknot, right? Yeah, it is. Okay, all right. Because I was like, oh, man, I recognize that voice. Yeah. And I was like, I think that's a dude from Slipknot. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, man. I, I'd say that was pretty fucking good. Uh, I enjoyed that quite a bit. I think that... I don't know if it's because I also like Slipknot. I don't know if that is also... Because I was like, oh, man, that's, that's, that's good. The vocals are good. But I, I, the whole thing was good. I like that... When you said that shit earlier about this is what I think 2049 uh sounds like or whatever this shit should be in like that cyberpunk game right that's that's kind of like what this comes from i feel like everything around me should be a neon uh everything should be people should have robotic limbs and shit that's kind of what i get of this music where it's where what where it comes from i guess right and uh i don't know it's pretty fucking good yeah uh when i heard that i'm like
1: holy fuck dude this is like this is the; these are the things that you wait for in music when when you're wondering. Oh, I wonder when the next fucking thing is gonna come along. Whether that's uh you know, in the '90s, people were like, oh, what's the next sound that's gonna come after hair metal? Yeah, yeah. and then Nirvana and like Soundgarden, all those people came right, along. Right. Or even for like rap, it was like fucking, you know, it was Ice Cube and and uh, Dr. Dre and yeah, all yeah. those fucking guys, Tupac. Uh, and for me, this is just stacking. Music genres and history, and putting it all into one fucking thing. Yeah, and it just speaks to me. Fucking, I love how angry it sounds. It's so primal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the juxtaposition of like the more electronic shit and them yelling, and then going to the softer sound on the like the back portion. Right. Of the song, yeah. yeah. I'm like that's fucking cool. Like I yeah, love it's that. Cool. Um. So I don't. I don't know. Like that's just what I. What I love about these guys is that they're challenging what
0: I believe to be good music. So. Yeah, no that that was pretty that was pretty legit. So are we we doing one song or two songs? What are we doing for this for every oh, artist? Do we did we come up with a thing? Did we care? Oh yeah, I was I thought it was gonna be two songs yeah, for yeah. every artist. All right, I just want to make sure. So you, do you want to go with the second one for this one? Yeah, since we're already on them. All yeah. right, what's the second one? Uh, I think it's called "Battery Not Included." Battery Not Included. All right, so that is not on their list of top songs. So let's see. It's in the oh, album. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's called uh, Oh This think. Skin? Okay. All right. Let me click on it. Oh yeah, battery not included. There it is. Yeah. All right, so this next song is "Battery Not Included" by Horror, spelled with nines instead of Rs, off of their album called Skin. All right, so that was "Battery Not Included" by Horror. That one was pretty fucking good too. I, I like that. It was, it was cool at the beginning with that guy when he was talking all that shit about the oh, it's the, the push buttons and the techno. And then they started with that the push buttons <laughs> and the techno shit. Yeah. That was funny so what how did you how did you find out about these guys um i don't
1: remember i don't know if it was like recommended to me on spotify or if i just it it randomly came across it maybe it was either that or um you know when they when you get new releases or whatever um it was like something that was either recommended to me or i found it uh from like you know different websites that usually talk about like new releases and stuff i'm like fuck well the picture looks interesting because these guys look like they're from hell (laughs) and their music sounds like it's from hell like dude there's something about their music it's just like it's weird it's like demonic it's creepy yeah yeah. switches up on you and it has like that soft that soft side but uh yeah, dude. I I just I love this band. Like I have that those songs are even a little bit more in my regular rotation of music when I
0: want to get fucking like get pumped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get yeah. mad. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. All right. So, all right. So that was your first one. So then all right. So my first one, this band I I kind of just recently found out about these guys too. It's not like I've been listening to these for years. I'm not a, I'm not a day one fan or whatever as you as you referred to it. Uh they're called Hi- High Lung. I think is that how you say it? They're Scandinavian. There's like some of them are Danish. Some of them are Norwegian. Some of, there's like it's like a multitude of dudes in this band or okay. people in this band, right. right? And so they basically do I mean it's under it's considered metal, but it's kind of they don't actually do it in they do it in Old Norse, all right? That's the language that they speak it in. And so when you listen to it, there's not actually any legitimate translation, like you'd have to translate from Old Norse to like Danish to then to English or whatever, right? So how, how the fuck would they know? Well, I guess because there's, I don't know if they learned or they're just reciting stuff from the original Norse texts, like the prose Edda and the um, what the fuck's the other one? Uh, whatever the the other the, the Norse texts, right? Like the Norse, sure, yeah, you know mythology texts or whatever. And so the they they say that they won't translate it into English. Well, they know what it means, but there's words and stuff that don't translate, right? That don't have a direct translation in English. So they have said that they won't ever directly translate it into English. So when you go online and you try to find people there's there are I found like there are scholars on subreddits that have that that are fluent in Old Norse that try to Give you the best translation essentially of what it could be. Do you think that's part of the bait of the band? Like, that's yeah, the draw? oh, yeah, definitely. Is, that,
1: is that they created this uh, this music and they're like, oh, yeah, we're not going to tell you the meaning of it,
0: yeah, 100%. Because it's you are kind of left to think, oh, well, what does this mean to me, and also what do these words mean in general, right? Cause what the fuck is this song about? So like this first song that I'm that I'm picking, it's called Alf Alfad Alfader Haiti. I don't even know how to fuck to say it, okay? But the best that I've come up with is this whole song is essentially about Odin, right? And all yeah, father Haiti is like how they say all father or whatever in like old Norse, I guess. And so, and again, I'm not an expert, so uh, fucking don't take my word for it. Fuck do your own goddamn research. But this whole song is just basically about it's like them. It's like they're summoning Odin to come and help or, or whatever with whatever problems that they have. In the and, same way that Jesus would or yeah, God. Yeah, it's kind of like, like their prayer, I guess. But yeah. they're like chanting it. And so this is some shit that like I could imagine if you... And I saw them. I, I originally came across them on Instagram. And I just was scrolling. And it popped up. And it was like somebody had sent me something about them before. And I was just like, oh, whatever. This is all right. And then I And then because I saw that, it popped up with a video of one of their... Uh, live performances and holy shit that shit looks awesome they literally are in full like th- like 900 AD Viking fucking gear and there's like 50 dudes on stage and they're all just fucking pounding with spears and just sh- shaking and fuck doing all this crazy shit and it looks like a fucking experience well, do you think there's a for artists
1: like there. there's a point where where they reach reach their creative peak, peak or whatever, yeah. whatever you want to call it and like i question like if there is a point where it just becomes absurd and stupid but like there's but there's other points where like people are like oh no this is fucking rad and like they've obviously gotten people invested in their music right so yeah. like Well, this is where you get that whole weird. There's that fine line between whether, like, you you know what I'm getting at, right? Like, yeah, uh, because when you're trying to sell yourself as an artist, like, you're trying to pitch an idea or whatever, right? Yeah. Sometimes it's like absurd. It's like it's like Iron Maiden writing songs about like fantasy elements. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, what the fuck are you talking about? You never experienced that shit fighting (laughs) dragons. We're like, what the fuck do you know about that? In the same way, like, I'm not saying these guys are like dumb or anything, but like it's very difficult to sell somebody on a fucking idea. Like, right. Oh, especially yeah. when you didn't experience
0: being a fucking Norse Viking. Viking. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day. Right. Yeah. And, and so to me, it's that fine line between genius and insanity. Right. Because that's all it is. Cause either, okay, this shit that they're doing with this whole performance art and everything. Right. To them, that's like, holy shit, this is fucking genius. Right. We're doing this thing. And, sure to me that's kind of how i see it as an all like, oh, this is fucking genius these guys are goddamn smart ass motherfuckers but to someone like like i don't think you're gonna like this at all I-, I feel like you're gonna look at this and go oh this is fucking stupid this is insanity this is ridiculous this is absurdity mm-hmm. right so um it's just interesting to see how like oh it's it's that's how music is right? that's how art is it's very subjective it's very each individual person's taste taken into account and the factor in this and that it's so subjective that you will we'll never agree on everything.
1: I also, yeah. The other thing too, I mean, sure. I appreciate metal music, but my taste in metal music is so limited, but I also, <laughs> from what I've heard about people, when it comes to the subgenres of metal itself, yeah. they too become gatekeepy about right. oh, what, yeah. what like what they, what is qual- qualified as good or, right. and what distinguishes each of them. And it's a whole thing. It's a whole fucking thing and it's like I don't even want to start, dude. No, yeah. Listen.
0: <laughs> I would say like listen, if these guys are going around telling people like, "Hey man, you're not qualified under the uh chanting North Viking, Viking metal yeah, arc." Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, you know what? Maybe you guys should just shut the fuck up and just do your shit and just leave everybody alone, right? Yeah. That's but I don't think they're doing that. But yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't fallen long enough to figure out if that's what they do. But yeah. Uh all right, here we go. So we'll play I, I'll I'll here. I'll Fadir Haiti. God, I'm fucking that up uh by Hailong, all right? And uh, we'll go now. Okay, so that was all your high whatever. You know, you I fucking said it already twice. By lung all right? You fucking get it. Anyways, uh I don't know, man. When I listen to that, it it just makes me want to like grab an axe and go find a Roman village and just fucking pillage the shit out of it. I don't know why. I don't know how. But fuck man, that just gets me pumped on the inside. I don't know why. That whole thing. And and what's crazy is like, yeah, I probably should have warned everybody before I played that. That's like a six and a half minute song. So that'll be the only one that I do for for them because I just, you know, ate up the whole time of each song, essentially <laughs> So, but it's hard to find songs of theirs that are short because the majority of their songs are are like that. There's seven, eight. There's one song it's called In My My In My John. And it's about this village that gets raided. And it's like about the emotions and the sadness that goes along with getting fucking raided by another clan or whatever and like the loss and then it it tells this whole tale about this village rising up again and fucking attacking them back and then fucking them up and then and then how they caused the same thing they realized they caused the same thing to happen to them which happened to that other village and and now it's but that's a 12 and a half minute song so like okay obviously we're not playing that because that's fucking gonna take forever but um I don't know what did what did you think about it, dude? It was fu- <laughs> it was
1: fucking rad, dude. I, yeah.
0: Oh shit! All right.
1: I fucking loved it. Uh, <laughs> so I don't. I'm not like well versed in fucking uh, Norse mythology yeah. or even like Norse culture or anything like that. Right. But uh, so, because I was trying to listen, because I think these guys are very cerebral about how they were approaching music. Yeah. Because. I mean, I don't know if this is w- like what their intention was, but it felt, um, I don't know if it's like a call to arms or whatever, but it's like if you were in a marching order yeah. and you like, you're like, oh, fucking Odin, please bless us so we may be victorious right, in fucking yeah. battle. And, you know, it really... I don't know what it is about percussion that it speaks to like the primal side of like to, or at least my, I speculate that it speaks to the primal side of, of humanity. Yeah, man. I'm like, oh my like,
0: fuck you're that's, fucker. Yeah, like <laughs> that's, that's where it fucking gets me. It gets me right in the fucking, like, I don't know what even to call it. It's not the bowels or the jowls. It's like, yeah. fuck. it just, it just gets you in the core and you're just like, you, you, just, you get in lockstep with the rhythm and yeah, you're like, man.
1: fuck. Yeah. Anyways. um, So the other part, I was trying to understand is like, I don't know if it's chainmail that, because metal, like, yeah, metal itself wasn't invented until, like, wait. You said 900 AD,
0: right? Well, I mean, that's like uh, the Viking period was like, I think 700 or 600 to like 11 or 12. I mean, it was like a long span of time. Okay, so, so the
1: thing I'm trying to understand is like the, the metallic sound. Is that something that like in say in, say in like uh, Italian or Greek culture, there's like paying the toll to um, like for the River of Sticks. Like, yeah. To, yeah. Like or even like the the fountain. What is it the the you know that fountain that everybody tosses coins yeah, in? coins into. Is right? there something like that in Norse my, mythology where you pay a, a,
0: a you pay something to Odin so that he may bless you? No, because like at least in my understanding, so Odin because in order for Odin to gain all the wisdom that he did, he had to sacrifice his eye. That's why he's only got one eye. Yeah, and so because he sacrificed that eye, he had to sacrifice something. So it's not like and I think that speaks to kind of the Norse, uh, or I don't know what that's probably not even the right term, but whatever that culture is, right. It speaks to that. You kind of got to, you have to earn everything. You can't just use a cheat code. You got to give, in order to get something, you got to give something. And money is not something that is going to be something that you could do that with. You can't just pay, Oh, here's all the riches in the world. Give me all the knowledge. No, no, man, you got to sacrifice fucking something. Yeah. And I think that's kind of, I don't, so I don't really think that there is anything that's like that okay
1: so what what do you think the metallic sound implies because the great thing about this song was that it, it does tell a story with the sounds themselves yeah. like because the the percussion kind of gets you like all right we're in lockstep with we're one get, another yeah. we're, getting, we're marching we're, we're, towards the battle,
0: battle. yeah where, where do you think the met- metallic sound falls well to me that's the the metallic sounds that i heard were it was weapons clinking against armor. It was like, you know, they're marching, so that's kind of the ambiance that they were... Yeah, it's like the... Like that, or like, you know, when you're walking and you have... If you're wearing all metal or you're wearing some metal plate or even if you're not wearing metal, but you have metal fasteners and they hit against your axe or something like Mm. that, like then, okay, or your sword or whatever, then, all right, cool, like that is where you kind of get those noises. And one of the things that's fucking cool as shit about these guys is they do everything... They record like those wolves and shit, or the dogs. Like they record all that, I guess, themselves. Like they don't actually go and you know fucking oh, let's just find some stock fucking audio of this shit, and yeah, just yeah. use it. No, they go out and record all the sounds that are in every single song. Like they do it all themselves, which yeah. is kind of fucking cool. And I think that's a nice touch. And honestly, I think you can tell that 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 if if you were to do that same thing, but you were to take some stock bullshit i think you'd be able to see through that and see that this is horse shit but because they likely went out themselves with a fucking little cam recorder and just fucking hey wolf could you fucking uh howl into this real quick like you know or whatever the case however they did it but yeah i i don't know i'm just i'm
1: so like hung up on the metallic clinking sound i'm like what is that for what is it trying to say and if it it might be representing
0: we're going to war Like we are about that's about to be the only fucking sound you hear is men screaming in agony and and pain yeah. and metal yeah. clinking against other metal.
1: Yeah, and um one thing that I really enjoyed uh about those sounds is that if you if you pay attention to the song, if you have a good headset or whatever, yeah. you can hear the sounds like panning from left to right. Oh yeah. It, and yeah, I was yeah. like, "Oh, fuck, if you like it feels panoramic. It feels yeah, yeah it's
0: it's, yeah, it's they cool. uh, they they did a good job with with making that seem like it's all like you're inside the environment. You're all around. It's all around you. It's happening everywhere. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. And I wrote
1: some other shit. Oh yeah. yeah. So, cause um, oh shit, my wire. Hello. Testing one two. Oh, there we go. All right. Um. So the other thing that I enjoyed as well, because sticking to the Norse theme, is that yeah. there's ravens. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh. I like that because I know Odin's like avatar is a raven. I think, right? Yeah. So I was like, that's so, pretty sweet. What's
0: kind of cool is okay. So at the beginning, when they were t- when you heard the heard the wolves start, right? Yeah. They were they were literally chanting for Odin's wolves to come, yeah. and then they're chanting for the raven Mungnir or something. I think is his name or Makhnir or something. Whatever. They were chanting for him to come, and so they were saying in those parts they were saying all the different names that they've been known by to to get them to show up, to get them to help them to call Odin. And to help get this, get, help him with whatever it is they're doing, right? So that was a really cool touch too, is because those things didn't hit until oh they were being called upon, and then like rah, you hear it, or you hear the wolves once they start calling for him and stuff. Like it was pretty fucking pretty legit.
1: Yeah, so um, I don't, I didn't have any other notes about the song, the vocals. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not what you would typically call like uh, not traditional vocals. It's like kind of on the guttural side, yeah. like it on like the bass yeah yeah i'm like this this is cool if you'll it it almost i don't know if it's supposed to be meditative in a way but in some ways it is like and uh i don't know man i really enjoy the song and like i almost don't know if i want to listen to a second one because this was like my first experience listening to their music so it's like if i i'll listen to it on my own but like yeah like uh if I hear a second song and I don't like it then I'm like I don't want to see it's gonna ruin the experience right. so like yeah, on yeah. here but uh yeah like this that was pretty cool like I, I thoroughly enjoyed that
0: all right all right well good I'm, I'm glad to hear that I was able to impart something upon you yeah. that you have never heard and you actually uh, thought it was cool and enjoyed it so so
1: do they actually make metal music or was that just the uh, that's
0: uh, there are a couple of songs that kind of have that in yeah. it but it's honestly it's mostly this. Oh, so it's and more like it's more it's of like, like a folk sound, yeah. I, but, but they're like yeah. they are under the category of metal. That's what everyone classifies them as, mm-hmm. and that's what I mean, that's what it says on the, the iTunes thing. Yeah. So to me, I'm not quite sure if that is really what fits it. But either way, it's fucking great, no matter what. So yeah, at least in my opinion. So all right, what do you what do you got for your second uh, your second go here? Uh, shit. Well,
1: um, I guess. Since we were talking about Pixel Grip a while back, I thought, oh, like, oh, well, at least let's try to make it, all right, uh, make it appropriate for the situation. Since I, you know, I, we talked about them in episodes past, true, and uh, so you can <coughs> so you can hear what they sound like, and um, I almost want you to what I, what I would like to do is for you to watch the
0: um, oh the music the, the video? music video for all one right. of their songs. I'll pull that up. All right, let's see. You know what we need? Yeah. We need a guy that's like, okay, you know, we need, Joe we need Rogan. Yeah, Jamie. We need a yeah. we need a guy yeah. like like that yeah. that could just push it up for us because that would make this fucking insanely easier. Yeah. All right, so I'll go to the YouTube and then what's it called? Pixel Grip. What's the name of the song? Uh, shit. We'll we'll play the other one first.
1: We'll we'll do this one afterwards. But we'll get um.
0: Let's do uh, Alpha Pussy. Is
1: that the one you want me to see the video for? Oh no, it's called Demon Chaser. The other one's called the video. The video one. All right, I'll just have it so it's queued up. Yeah. yeah. All right.
0: Demon Chaser. Because the
1: the other one's more lyrically limited, so we could just kind of like blast through that one. And this one is more. This one has a little bit more. Featuring
0: Monet or something, right? Yes. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. So we'll keep that one up. We'll have that on on standby. And then Alpha Pussy, you said is the one that you want to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. This is gonna be Pixel Grip, Alpha Pussy, and that was Alpha Pussy by Pixel Grip. Man, that was a good fucking song. Um, I uh, I I don't know what it is, but it, it starts with that kind of like what you said about the last one that you know it's kind of like that marching kind of like it's I, I almost want to say it's hypnotic. This beat is hypnotic, like yeah. that's that's what this whole song was for me. It was very very hypnotic and i also like the line when she said uh your your pussy don't pop my pussy explode yeah
1: <laughs> that's pretty fucking great yeah so uh <coughs> this group is from chicago illinois they um i found them i think during like the pandemic so it's probably like at the very beginning I, I think it was like march 2020 that i found them okay and uh I, they had one song that I was just like infatuated with. It was called Diamonds and it was, it, it, you know, back when they had their first album out, like, yeah, they were, they were good. I mean, like they were good. Yeah. But uh-huh. this, when they started rolling out the singles for the second album, I'm like, they I mean, they went up astronomically, like in my book, like their sound got so much better. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, the, the second album, I think it's, it's called arena. And from what I remember, at least from what I remember about what they discussed, uh, behind the meaning of it is that they were talking about clubs. Like, uh, like I I think it was queer, queer clubs specifically, Uh. like LGBTQ plus clubs that sometimes like if you were to go to one that people that are like heterosexual would go to these bars because it felt safer because they thought they were going to get, I guess, Men, <laughs> yeah, uh, are predatory, I guess, and uh-huh. um, I, they just felt safer amongst these people. But they also feel like, well, this is our fucking space. Go fuck off and go somewhere else. And like, yeah. I guess this this is kind of one of the things of the one of the themes of the album. In addition to that, it's also like I think about female empowerment and and taking sexuality and making it a weapon for women to control men, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, man. It definitely comes across in like some of the visual aspects of pixel grip. Like when you see like Rita Lukea, like, you know, she's in like goth or like BDSM attire. Yeah. yeah. And, um, it's just like, I mean, everybody's captivated by her. That's all I can say, man. (laughs) I'm surprised. Like the floor wasn't wet. If you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, maybe it was. Yeah. But, um, yeah, just <clears throat> Alpha Pussy is just kind of like a song about I, I from what I remember like, you know, female female empowerment and and taking sexuality and not being a victim of like men and 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 turning turning the dynamic and 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 saying that we have the power like my pussy controls you bitch, like Right. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Which I mean, is kind of it kind of is true because if you look at I don't know, like uh OnlyFans or whatever, right? Yeah. It, those dudes are paying them money to see whatever they want to see, right? And if if they don't pay the money, then you don't get to see the goods. So that yeah. means that they are controlling these dudes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh I just
1: like their sound because, oh man, it's fucking it's just fucking good, dude, in that first that first 30 seconds with like the bass synth. Yeah. I was thinking I'm like, shit, I don't know what the odds are of these guys getting into the movie industry, but that first 30 seconds I'm like I could see this with a for a horror movie about a serial killer. Like yeah. he's just like the way Mike Myers doesn't run, he stalks and just like walks at a steady pace. Yeah. Like that's what that's what is drawn to me and uh I think that Pixel Grip if they given the opportunity could do like horror movie, like the soundtrack for horror movies. Like I think that'd be something that I would speculate could be in their future. Cause I, that's that's they, very, ju- yeah. they just have a good sound, dude. I don't know.
0: That's very interesting. Are they in terms of? Uh, I don't, I don't know how to put this, but in terms of, I guess their place on the. I don't know popularity meter. I guess mm-hmm. what? Where are they? Very well known? Are they worldwide? Are they local? Like, what's their what's their status? Uh, I,
1: I think right now, well, they did tour Canada, so there is probably a little bit of
0: like. International, technically, In, a, a right. little, yeah.
1: a, a little bit of an international <laughs> appeal. But I would say they are more. Well, I'll I'll say this: like from the time that I started following them, they had a small smaller following. But now, going through like their follower list, um, there are more notable names with check marks. Like oh, that what, follow them. Okay. So like the name is starting to get out there, and yeah. people are, like are starting to get on board. But uh, yeah, I, I think right now they're more known on a s- semi national level. And what I mean by that is that I think maybe half the country would welcome them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> obviously, Chicago. Right. I think New York would probably be a good spot for them. Obviously, LA, obviously Los Angeles yeah. has received them extremely well. Like they've played here, I think, on three or four separate occasions. So oh, that's pretty good. Um, yeah, I think California is probably the maybe the place that's the most receptive to them besides like Chicago. But yeah, I think in terms of popularity, I think there's still fairly like new faces. So I mean, you know, as much as any band has a following when they just start out, like they got so much more, I think their ceiling is they still, even, so yeah. there's still, it's still so much to go, but at least right now they have a pretty fucking good start. Like they have this guy named, um, I haven't listened to his music before. I know I know who he is, but uh, his name is Nate No Face, and like, that guy is following them, and there's a bunch of other artists that are following them. And, nah. um, yeah, I just think they're wicked talented, and uh, recently the um, the lead woman, Rita Lukea, I'm not really sure how this opportunity came across for her. It, yeah. and it, it might just be the fact that um, I think Audio Tree is in Chicago, like the... the the company or the brand that does like the studio sessions, like they'll have bands come in and do like, I think because, uh, or from what I remember, they're from Chicago itself, like where they record. So uh, maybe it was just like the perfect pairing that it was just the fact that Rita is in a really great up and coming band in pixel grip and audio trees operating out of chicago that the, yeah the pairing happened but now she's working for Aud- audio tree and she's like uh you know introducing bands and like interviewing them as they play stuff. that's pretty so, sweet so it's like you know that's that's uh very cool for someone like her to not only do music but also do something like this where she gets to speak to bands herself so yeah that's pretty uh, dope. congrats to her
0: yeah absolutely all right, so the next one is uh, this is Demon Chaser. Demon Chaser. All right, so we're gonna watch the music video.
1: Yeah, because I mean, it's like we'll, we'll kill two birds at once. Yeah. so you know what these people look like. Right, right. But there's a little bit more to it than just the music video stuff. Like I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll give, I'll, I'll fill you in on some of the All things right. behind
0: it. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's watch it. Pixel Grip, Demon Chaser. All right, that was Demon Chaser by Pixel Grip. And uh, oh, we're back on yeah okay and uh man i feel like uh i feel like i just did a bunch of fucking acid and and uh man that was that was very visually stimulating yeah i like that i don't know i like the the song itself was was good i i like that uh the video was uh i didn't get it but (laughs) i'm an idiot so all right well the the the
1: only real interest I had in sharing the the video is yeah, that yeah. uh like some of the attire well actually the video itself, like how they approached it. Yeah. Um so in their in this article written in the Chicago Reader about Pixel Grip itself, yeah, yeah. they were talking about how they when they made the music video, it was heavily influenced by Weimar Republic uh Germany. So this is just mm. after World War One, right? Yeah, yeah. And if I'm, I don't remember if this like German expressionism and Weimar cabaret, which is like an art style, are yeah. synonymous with one another, but I believe they are. So, like, the approach of when you do something in terms of like the Weimar cabaret or German expressionism is that, um, do you know you're familiar with like Beetlejuice and and uh, like Tim Burton movies, yeah, right? yeah. that's German expect like expressionism in his earliest movies, um, so. Like what you would do is create like these. You would make the it's the it's the Paul Heyman thing. Yeah, yeah, it's like making the most of what you have and right. masking away the, the accentuating the positives, hiding the negatives. Right. So Pixel Grip, I imagine like making a music video is extremely expensive. Oh right? fuck yeah! I'm so sure it is. What they did is made the most out of what they yeah, had yeah. available to them. Right. But also in German Expressionism, like um what you do for like in a German expressionism play is that you create these set pieces that are really strange and chaotic yeah. and it's supposed to like symbolize what Germany was at the time, like crumpled buildings and all that shit. Yeah. And, um, and even like the color schemes of like German expressionism, uh, like black and white was supposed to denote sexual deviancy, which is why you, when you, when you see Beetlejuice and he's wearing like this, striped black uh, and white suit yeah is that he's a sexual deviant and he's going after lydia and right um you know he's predatory i guess you could say yeah yeah. um (laughs) but when they like the way these guys use i don't know if i think it was supposed to be ironic because during that time of like uh germany when they just come out of when they're coming out of world war one uh there i guess there was an aristocrat aristocracy that existed, right? Yeah. And they used to have these YMR cabaret parties, right? Like right. the rich people used to have uh, gatherings. And one of the things that they had was like people that were not heterosexual. So it was usually like uh, homosexual people that were entertaining to them. Yeah. yeah. Like as a kink or like entertain. Yeah. Like, yeah just, it was I, entertainment. Yeah. It was entertainment to them. So like they were taking that whole thing and then like flipping it and making Make it making their own interpretation of it, and if you notice that woman uh, Rita Lukea has like a, it looks like one of those Chicago police hats, but I think it's supposed to be it's supposed represent like a Nazi hat, like or whatever, you know, like something, something like that, like a German hat, yeah. commander hat or whatever. Because you you're kind of familiar with their attire, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like, and she's kind of in an authoritative position because she has the belt and right. the, what's that whip thing that has like it's it's like a looped part of the belt and.
0: Yeah, it's like a—I forget what it's called, but it's like a—it's like for jockeys to hit their. Yeah, something like with. that. Yeah. So,
1: you know, for for queers during that time to be victims or be, even being like patronized or ostracized and seen as entertainment to right, yeah, to Germans at the time, they're like, "Well, fuck that! We're gonna flip it. We're gonna recontextualize that moment in history and turn it into a uh, a sense of empowerment for them." Like, yeah. that, that's the only real thing that I right, really right, enjoyed I it. Right.
0: But yeah. Yeah, no, I get you. That uh, uh, that was a good song, though. And the, the music video was, yeah, it's it's funny to see how it's almost like the narrative of whatever you're trying to tell is influenced by how much money you have to be able to tell the story because then, you know, it's like, okay, you got to, again, work within the means of what you yeah. have so you can't, you know, do some crazy shit like you might think you want to do.
1: Yeah, and again, like the, the thing with German expressionism is that it, it seems chaotic. And like, even in the music video, yeah. like the, you know, the entrance to the door, was like a giant fucking mouth. Right. Yeah. Like that is something that you would see typically in something that would be considered German expressionism. So I like, you know, for them to do that with whatever amount of money they, I don't imagine it was a lot, but just, just the creativity to do that with yeah. like, not a lot of stuff. And if that music video feels like a fever dream of just fucking sex and, <laughs> yeah basically like man you could probably listen to that and you know do ecstasy for like be on ecstasy and be fucking horny and drugged out for eight oh, hours yeah. but uh and yeah. just put that uh, on repeat
0: yeah <laughs> that was a uh, that was it oh nice alright so let's see let me go to my let me consult the list oh, for who the fuck was my second one what is my phone not on the fuck <sighs> <sighs> I don't think it died like it's just not not turning on. Well, anyway, well, I remember I remember what it was anyways. Uh so the second one I'm going to go with is this this one's in English. This is this is the only English one on the list. That's cool, yeah. Uh so it's Brothers of Metal is the name of the band. And let's see Brothers of Metal. There we go. And um, I've been uh down with these dudes for a little while. There, it's as you can see in this picture of the, There's there's a lot of motherfuckers in this in this group. Yeah, dude. Also a it? woman. So this, right. you know, One, two, I, I three, don't know. Four. How many? Are, is there nine? Uh, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I think there's eight. Four. Eight? And God four. damn, it's yeah, a huge yeah. And and they do a lot of different. Like it's it's this is. This is what you would imagine folk, quote unquote, metal because they they do play hard, they do play metal, they do play regular instruments, and but there's some folk shit to it, and then uh, there's ironically they're called Brothers of Metal and, with the female vocalist. Yeah, is. she is like I think she is like the lead vocalist, man, because she's featured prominently in all these fucking songs. So uh, the name of the song is Gods of War, and this is a fucking sweet oh, ass song. It
1: certainly wouldn't be Gods of Peace, it's like, <laughs> yeah, that's definitely. I <laughs>
0: That's definitely not what they're looking like. So, uh, yeah, this is uh Brothers of Metal, Gods of War. So that was Gods of War by Brothers Brothers of Metal. And I, I just I don't know, I just really like that fucking song, man. I just I think it uh yes, Adam, they did say their name in the fucking song, as you pointed out while we <laughs> were listening to it. Uh I'm sure you hate that, but <laughs> I, I just I just like that song. I think it's fucking great. I don't know why the 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 backing track or whatever of them fucking doing shit was fucking great. You can literally hear the pan flute guy in the black in the background a couple times, man. It's fucking really good. And uh, I don't know. I just I think that female vocalist sounds really fucking good. I mean, I think she sounds better than the other the other dickheads. But I don't know. It's 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 just good. I just enjoy it. I, I take it you have a different approach, but yes, go, go ahead. Let me I hated it. it. <laughs> and,
1: and you know what even made it worse is what? the fact that they referenced themselves in their own song. It's like, it, it's too 4th wally, or like, it's too meta to do that. Like, you know, yeah. for, for DJ Khaled to say, you know, DJ, DJ Khaled, yeah, we yeah. the best. <laughs> it's such an asshole move. Like, We you know why we're there. We're listening we're here listening to your music. Yeah. And you have to reference yourself in your own song is I just hate it. Um and it's hard for me for this particular band to suspend my disbelief. Like, I don't know what part of the song I could say that just it just doesn't sink me into the moment of being uh in the norse what is it like they're they're into like norse shit, yeah, yeah, right yeah. like it, it did it didn't hit the same way that the other thing did because right, yeah. that thing i was like oh this is this is badass like i believe i'm in viking right. times yeah, yeah, yeah and this shit i'm like this is more comical dude like i just can't i can't get behind it i'm sorry <laughs> and but what i will say is that it, it's always amazing that that a band like this or other like Viking metal bands yeah. have great vocalists <coughs> and for them to squander their opportunity of their vocal talents and play a band like this. Yeah. Yeah. You just don't get it. <laughs> it's just beyond you, right? You just can't figure it out. I can't figure it out, dude. Cause it's like, you know, they obviously have a good voice, but they're putting themselves in such a niche genre. Well, how, how big is their following?
0: Oh, honestly, I don't fucking know. All I know is, is I fucking found them one day by accident on fucking iTunes. It recommended it to me, and I fucking was like, "Oh, I like this." And then I just started listening to it. I don't follow them on anything. I don't know shit about them. I've done zero research about them whatsoever. Okay. All I know is uh, that this this music is their their music that they make is is I enjoy it. That's all. That's all I know. Yeah. That's all I know. And uh, maybe that. And th- th- this is where, see the normie aspect of Josh comes into play here because I, I did like with, with high lung. I, I did some research. I had to go on the internet. I had to scour things to figure out stuff, right? This didn't have to do any of that. So I didn't do any of that. I just was like, Oh, this is something I enjoy. I have, n- I know jack shit about it other than, man, eh, it's just interesting. And this is like where you take the, the, uh, I guess the approach of with every, you know, band that you enjoy. It's like, Oh, I like to, you, like you said, you like to know about, Oh, All the team, you know, like to know the whole team, right? You like to know who the general manager is, who's the fucking offensive coordinator, who's this, who's that, you know. Not that they have those things, but you want to know those types of people, right? I don't give a fuck about any of that, all right, with with any of this stuff. So I don't care what team they're on. I, I mean, all I know is they make a couple good songs that I think are cool, and that's it. So yeah, well, I mean,
1: shit, it's like, I mean, I can't expect fucking Beethoven out of this fucking band, like the same way that somebody. Can't expect a Godzilla movie to be a fucking psychological thriller. That's like true. That's true. <laughs> or a fucking Oscar awesome, yeah. uh, awesome
0: Powers a, movie to be a fucking uh a fucking Goldeneye yeah, or some yeah. shit. An
1: Oscar nominated movie, uh right. or whatever. But I mean, I guess you know what you're setting yourself up for when you listen to this. Oh yeah. I just can't suspend my belief for this music, which
0: is uh I don't I don't know. Yeah, I didn't like it. All right, all right. All right, so okay, so I I, I do I want to skip the next song for this one because I the other two that I have from this other band, uh, they're I think you're gonna like it, but there's one song that's like it's I think it's like five or six minutes, and then there's another one that's like another three or four minutes. So I'm gonna skip my second song for this one, so you can listen to both of those because I just want you to hear them. All right, so, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, all right. So, anyways, go ahead with. Uh, I, I your think next one. I
1: think this is something that we should incorporate to. Maybe the format is like if mm-hmm. if we don't like something that we could just move on from it. Oh, like, all right. We, well, we that's do, cool too. We do one song. It's like, oh, if, all right. If one like if I gave you a song and you right. did not like, like it, I said, we're nope, like, all right. all right, move on to the yeah, next move one. One. All right, so that's cool. We'll
0: do that with this one then. We will just say <laughs> moving on to the next one. But I do want to hear.
1: I don't want to <sighs> be an asshole and like want to move on from from this, like, because I do want to give them a second chance. Because maybe I might not like it right now, but if I,
0: you know. If, Oh no, maybe, the, maybe. you're you're not gonna. I'm, I guarantee you, this is not the only song that they say their name in. Okay, so oh really, you're gonna fucking hate it. it's, oh, okay. it's in like yeah. almost every song. There's like a reference to where the brothers of metal, or there's somebody they, they pop it in there every single fucking time. So it's you're gonna a, hate it. Such a douchey thing, dude. It's like tenacious D. <laughs> fucking <laughs> fucking but tenacious D is fucking. It's you know it's comedy too, right? Like it is comedy, of of it? but like, god damn it, dude, it's funny though. It's so in your face. I hate it. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> oh, follow us on Game Rage Magazine. <laughs> This fucking son of a bitch. (laughs) Anyways, all right. uh, What's the next one you got? Oh wait. So we're going back to mine. Oh, I could do the next one of mine if you want. I don't give a fuck. All right. Oh shit.
1: Yeah. Let's let's. Let's fucking do yours. Right.
0: yeah, let's do it. Because all right, so, yeah. so this band is called Hue or Huh? I don't know how the fuck to say it. I have a feeling that uh, their band is like, uh, what, what were they called? The Huh. the Hue, the Huh. No, no, the first band oh, they played. Oh, uh, High High Highlung fl- High, flung, high, high flung? God damn it! Now I can't fucking say it. Um, wait a minute. I got Luheim? Highlung, Highlung. What if it's Hielung? Hielung. It could be Hylung. It could be High. Lung? I don't oh, know. God. I don't know where the emphasis are. I haven't. Hey, <laughs> so, all right. all right. So okay. So this band, they are a they're like a Mongolian throat singing band, right? They're considered metal. They've done some collaborations with, with a lot of high end famous singers. Like they did one with Serge Tankian. They've done one with the Jacoby, whatever the guy is from Papa Roach. Um those are all pretty good, but I'm not I'm not gonna play you anything that's got other people in it, because I just want you to hear it and just see, you know. So this song, this first one, it's called Sugan Esena. All right. And so I'll just let you hear it and listen to it. And then we'll talk about it afterwards. Because it's fucking very... It's just very fucking interesting and cool, the story about this fucking song. All right, cool. So, all right. So, I'll wait for you to... All right, we'll go and... uh, Right now, this is... This is Sugan Esena by The the Hue or The Huh. All right, so that was Sugan Esena by The Huh or The Who. I don't know. The Huh. Anyway, so... What did you think about it? Oh, dude, it
1: was fucking great. Oh, I, all right. See, I knew it. Yeah, it was like, okay. I don't know if it's just me reading into it too much, uh-huh. but I loved... Uh, so I think there was three portions of this song. Like the first half, first third is uh, like the folk aspect. Yeah. And then the middle part is both layers of uh, the rock and the folk, or the, the metal and the folk. Right. And then... It was just full on rock at the very end, end, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. And then like how they layered (laughs) things, like the build up to everything was just uh, so exquisitely layered. Like to have the percussion and then have the violin come in, and I'm I don't know what instrument was playing in the background that was making like the boink, yeah, boinking sound, but um. I imagine it's some kind of Mongolian instrument in the same way that like the Japanese have like the, I know it's not a banjo, but they have this thing called a shamisan, which yeah, is yeah. like a three string thing that looks like a banjo. So I imagine they incorporated that. So I don't know. It just creates a very, uh, like worldly sound it, but it's, you know, rooted in Mongolian right, yeah. folk. Uh, and, the vocals were really cool, and like, yeah, I, I could see why people would want to line up to work with these dudes because it's such a like novel, and nuanced yeah, sound. Yeah. It's very fucking so, badass.
0: All right, so what's very interesting about this song in particular is they were hired to create this song for a video game, and it's for Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. All right, okay. so they were they worked with whoever it was that was behind the game to create an original language. So that like the, the words that they're saying in there are not of any language uh, uh, to mankind. Right. So but the, the Mongolian like guttural, all that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's real. That's okay. Well, so the language, they, they created a language yeah, and they actually gave it meaning in English. So it, there is a translation of the song. Yeah. And basically the song is about, because the main character of the game, he, you know, he has to come and rise above, and he has to have bravery, and you know, show his show his true nature as a warrior, and that's kind of what the song is about. And so, so this this song was used like for the
1: trailer, right? Like it was the trailer soundtrack.
0: I don't know if it was it was the trailer, but it was for sure. It's in the game. It was in the oh, soundtrack. it's in the game. Yeah, it's in the game. Like they used it. I know that it's played on one of the radio stations when you're like walking through one of the towns, like this song is on. Wait, you're talking about a star Wars game. Yeah.
1: What the fuck? That's weird. Okay. Yeah.
0: So like, and so they, you know, this song is in the official soundtrack or whatever. It's like, they made this song for the game. And so it's pretty fucking cool that they came up with something and they said, Oh, Hey, how can we incorporate because, like, that sound, that otherworldly sound that you mentioned, right? Like, that's I th- that's kind of what they were going for of, of, like, oh, well, this is, like, obviously on another planet in another universe. Yeah, this yeah. is, like, their music. So Yeah,
1: like, I mean, uh, you know, because in Star Wars, the fucking, the cantina band plays Jizz or whatever, yeah. right? So, it's, like, it, it would make sense that there's other other genres of music oh, yeah. and especially
0: like rock rock has to exist yeah within like the Star Wars universe right right yeah absolutely or Metal. so it was, it was just interesting that that little tidbit of like oh these guys created they, they came up with a language translated it and then they turned it into a song and then used it in this in this game so that's pretty fucking cool yeah um Anyways, all right, so the next song from them uh, it's called Wolf Totem. This is, like, not in any game or anything. This is just, like, one of their songs or whatever. I, I think this song's pretty sweet. So this is Wolf Totem by The Who. All right, that was Wolf Totem by The Huh. I, I think it's The Huh because they, they say that the name is is sh- the short version of Huns or the whatever the full of, like, Attila the Hun. Like, that's what they were going for. So I think it's pronounced The Huh. I'm probably wrong, though, but <laughs> hey, what do you think about that one? Yeah, it's another banger, dude. It's um,
1: the one criticism that I would have is that the drums. I wish they sounded more uh, uh like thunderous. Oh, like okay. They, like it sounds like you're in a um. How do I like? I, I wish it would reverberate more. Yeah, yeah. Um, is
0: that something that you can do in like audio engineering at the end, like on the backside of it, mm, and make I'm it not sound sure. More I I don't know. Thunderous.
1: Like, I think you could do that and I think you could do that prior to even like fucking like, oh. with like audio mm-hmm. editing. Mm-hmm. I think you can do that with either getting, um, I don't know what they're called, but you know, in symphonies they have those oh, like the
0: timpani drum. Is that the, yeah, giant, the, the, the big, big fucker? Thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah man, like man, I would
1: be... love something like that. in uh, for this particular song, I, I think yeah. that's what I would want. So it, it just, it hits a little bit harder because, yeah. uh, the way the drums sound, I was like, eh but uh overall just a great song. I think what I really love is how like they layer the metal elements with the folk and shit and it I like that um you know when you hear typical like Western music, yeah. The vocals are usually like on the higher tones, right? So it's yeah. kind of like the folk, like for Jacqueline, she's kind of like the focal point, and everything else kind of it's is on the is on the lower side, right? Yeah. But this is like the inverse, right. where like the the guttural vocals are counter, or how do I say it? Like the counterpoint of the vocals themselves is like the violin. The violin is hitting the high notes, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm like, oh, that's cool because it's it's creating like this weird. Not weird, but it's making a cool. <laughs> yeah, it's different. It's making a cool dynamic because everything is kind of like harmonizing with the vocals on the lower end. Yeah, but then you have like the counterpoint being the the violin itself. Right, I mean, this yeah. is just cool.
0: Yeah, it is. It's fucking sweet. And I, like I said, I just kind of accidentally came across these dudes, and like, man, it, it, they're fucking like one of my top ones now, man. Like I've been trying to listen to every fucking thing that they have. They have a lot. They have quite a few stuff or quite a few songs out. But yeah, yeah, man, it's pretty cool. Like to. To just hear this shit, and it's just like, oh man, they're they're doing something cool, you know. And I don't know. I would love to fucking go see these guys and the first guys, like, because the first guys are here, the High Lung or whatever, they're here now. They're doing a tour in the U.S. And unfortunately, they're not fucking coming to the West Coast. They're the closest they're getting is like Colorado. So why why this far? I, you know, I don't know. It could just be. That maybe they tried to do like a presale and then maybe nothing. They just didn't. Yeah, didn't work out. maybe just didn't. Maybe they didn't get enough ticket sales on the West Coast to even make it a, a worthwhile. Or maybe they thought they wouldn't get any and they said, "Fuck it, let's just go." Because they go kind of from the East Coast and they're doing like fifteen or twenty dates. So I mean, it's not like a small. You know, they're doing a, quite a few. But like a band California that's relatively unknown. That
1: California is. <clears throat> generally receptive to all things. Yeah, that's why I would think that. Well, I don't I don't think it's the fact that we couldn't sell tickets. I think it's just maybe maybe logistics thing maybe. That
0: yeah, could be that cuz I mean, yeah, that, you're probably right cuz they from from the, what I've seen on the videos, they they put on a goddamn show. So there's a lot of shit that probably has to travel with them and it probably just is not cost Who are we talking about? Are we talked about High Lung. Okay, right, right, okay yeah. all right. That's the first yeah, I haven't seen any performances from these guys uh the Huh, but I'm sure they're fucking probably awesome. So, I don't know. I'd, I'd be interested to see when these guys come out here. And, and you know, I will say when either of these guys come out here close to us, I think we should just go and just fucking, you know, talk about it on, on here because I think it'd be fucking cool just to at least see them. But, you know, me being uh, the fucking asshole has only been to like one fucking concert in his whole life. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, I was supposed to go to a show last... Um
1: Last week for MS uh-huh. Paint and Military Gun, yeah, and this is like kind of the same problem I, I would have with uh, the other, the other uh, group that you mentioned, Hailung or mm-hmm. H- Um So I was already thinking, I'm like, I, I would go to the show with the intention that I was going to record the entire set of like MS Paint and yeah. possibly Military Gun, right? And that would have meant. I had to show up first and be like the first person in line. Right. And also, um, also I know what I would expect with their music. Like I can right. already see mosh pits and shit. Yeah, yeah. And I had this one experience where I went to a show and I wasn't expecting there to be like mosh pits cause the music did not warrant that. Yeah. But there was a point where like I, I went to this show and I was recording this one band and, uh, had my arms raised over my head yeah and i thought i was standing far back far back enough uh or back far enough and there's people mosh pitting and somehow it managed to make its way back to me and i got the fucking wing wind uh, knocked out of me and damn it, it's happened at other shows too like i went to go see this band called Sheer mag and i was in the front fucking like i was right next to the stage and the crowd was like wild like they were losing their shit and people were throwing punches and elbows dude and I was taking shots in the back and I'm like fuck man like I can't do anything cause I have like my hands up here like recording yeah. or whatever and I, it, it just sucks so like if I go like I would love to record record videos of these bands, but I'm like, I'm just going to, if I go, it's just going to be to enjoy the music itself. And that yeah. Cause I, I really, I, if people get violent at those shows, <laughs> dude, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to be there to prepare, like brace yeah. myself or whatever. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I, I was saying too, it would be cool to go see these just to enjoy the show or, yeah, be a part of the experience that is apparently yeah. what their shows are yeah and uh you know what man if we end up going into uh getting into an axe fight with somebody then i guess you if know, we that's, get into an axe fight that's 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 the risk we run okay among uh a mongolian death match i, hey, I don't man. even i don't even know if that's real but yeah like if if they said here there's a mongolian death match i would probably sign up all right yeah um anyways all right so what do you do you gotta do you have one more
1: i do all right
0: who who is it
1: okay? Uh, I'm still trying to figure out which song I want to go with. Cause uh, all right,
0: well that's fine. Well, their name is
1: Magdalena Bay, and I think they're from uh,
0: Magdalena Bay. They're from, uh,
1: I think they're from Florida. I forgot what specific city, but <laughs> from Magdalena Bay, Florida. They they're like a electro pop. Oh yeah, game. man, this definitely looks electro pop. Like, uh, they're just pop. I, I would say they're just pop in general. But <laughs> yeah. this band is very good about how they craft the story because okay so just just to full disclosure for this band yeah so i had this band in my my library of music and it's that i think it's that album where like they have those visor things uh it's like Mm. four images from the right right starting from the left going to the right it's the the fourth image it's the silhouette image Go did down
0: this down oh down here oh you talking about this one
1: yeah so like I oh, started okay. following their music whenever that thing
0: came out a little rhythm and a wicked feeling from 2020 oh also the pandemic yeah uh so shit when did when did uh, mercurial
1: world mercurial world come out 2021 uh, it says okay so I follow I started following <coughs> like that band around like 2019 or 2020 yeah and um, I was like this band's good right mm-hmm. but like I. I don't know if, like, I see – I I need to see more, right? Yeah, okay. So then they started releasing singles, uh, one of them being Sherry and another one being uh, Secrets, uh, Mm. subtitled Your Fire or whatever, or in Mm. parentheses. Mm. And I was like, oh, shit, this is it, dude. This is, like, the album. This is – in the same way that Pixel Grip made their – their best work yet this band also did it in 2021 and i the fucking grab the graphics for the album art is really cool it's like a hand holding a like a digital world yeah yeah and uh so like if if you followed their campaign for the album they had all these really cool images and shit and like um if you if you go like all the way up on, up. like on their profile. I, I don't know if they have a profile. It, just, it should be like a little circle with their like, uh, uh, never mind. I, I, I...
0: Let me just go back here and just search again.
1: Okay. Maybe,
0: maybe it'll be. Magdalena. Yeah. So you
1: see like uh, the band, oh, this, like that putting yeah. their hands up, like th- they have this whole thing of this digital world that they created and it feels like kind of a culmination of 90s internet uh like the 90s internet or to early 2000s yeah, yeah. video ge- like retro video games oh, okay. and they just kind of like clash it all together so like you'll see it in their um in their music videos and stuff but uh so in addition to that when they were rolling out the campaign for this album they made a pamphlet for the mercurial world album and it like it kind of explained in detail what this world was and you were being invited to it for the people that did actually receive it and um it it was just like the the imagery as well like the the photos that they they made kind of like immersed you in this whole realm i suppose and um the what was the other aspect? Okay, so like towards the end when they were gonna release the album, they they made this like Galaga game. And if you uh if you won, if you got like the highest score, you would get like a vinyl copy of the album. Oh nice. So uh the cool thing, like the smart thing, the genius thing about it was that uh in order for you to play that game, you had to go on Spotify and connect your Spotify account to the game. So the the song that they just released would play in the background. Uh, uh, so like they were boosting their numbers, like their streams as they were like, people were playing the game. So yeah. it was just a very genius thing that all worked out. And uh, the album itself is just like super cool. Cause it feels like to me, each song feels like a world in and of itself. Um yeah, yeah, But yeah. It, it's just everything from the execution of the album to the marketing of the album was, like, so fucking good. And as a side effect of, like, the success of the, this album, I, I've i never actually listened to Lil, Lil Yachty. Uh-huh. But um, I found out that uh, Lil Yachty got them to produce, like, one of the tracks. And it's a song called Running Out of Time. And yeah. I think it's the best song out of the album. Like, yeah. these guys deserve to be fucking everywhere. Like, they, to me, are one of the best duos or producers out in music. Like, their shit just sounds so good. Um, so, yeah, they're just a great band. So let's get to the music, I suppose.
0: All right, well, which
1: which song did you want to do? All right, so since I'm talking about the visuals, I think we got to go to the music videos. Oh,
0: yeah, let's yeah. do it. All right, so yeah. let, me, let me minimize that. Let's bring up here. All right, so what's the... Uh... Let's do uh, You Lose from Magdalena, Magdalena Bay. Bay. Yeah. You lose. All right. This will be Magdalena Bay. You lose. So that was You Lose by Magdalena Bay. And, you know, I have to say, I thought that was pretty good. I enjoyed it. I thought, because we watched the music video, so there were more, I don't know, visual aspects that I enjoyed I mean, I enjoyed the song too, but I don't know if it's that's that's the thing. It's hard to tell. Like, I don't know if I like the song just because I like the song, or if because the visual shit that I saw was very appealing to me. So now that I like connected the two things in my brain. But either way, it doesn't matter because I still like the song. So yeah. um, I thought that was cool. The the way they did the music video too. Uh, they did it with a lot of uh, you know old like nineties and like CRT references. television. Yeah, it was like a lot of references. I to that kind I, of shit. I don't
1: know what it is about because it kind of reminds me of uh like in the teenage mutant ninja turtles movie when shredders like has all the you know a wall of televisions oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he fucking cracks one of them with like a shuriken i'm like that i don't know why that shit's cool but just seeing <laughs> tv stacked up yeah man, as a cool. background is fucking rad but uh yeah um we i also cheated and, and convinced convinced you to watch the uh other song called sherry and they are i think if i'm not mistaken they're also very much into like well they're into like Video games and anime yeah, and yeah. all that shit. I, I almost wanted to play Sherry more than you lose, uh, cause there's a there's scenes where, like, uh, what, what's her name? Um, Mika. Mm-hmm. Mika's like got this, you know, skin tight suit and she has like all these wires and attached to her, coming out of it. Yeah. And it kind of reminded me like Ghost in the Shell. I'm like, that shit is so cool. And yeah, the last 30 seconds when it kind of capitulates is, uh,
0: I don't know, man. That's like visual kino. Like that's fucking yeah, yeah. It's very cool shit. Yeah, it is. It's very, it's very cool shit. And uh, it was funny too because on the on the on the you lose video, yeah. I mean, they had you know obviously a, as you referred to them as uh, great value fucking Gengar, Gengar, yeah, and yeah, and it, it it's true, but it's cool because that's a, a reference to to Pokemon. Pokemon, yeah. it's like their dog or whatever, right? Yeah. It's their pet is they. It's like say. their Slimer. Yeah, basically, yeah, and and then. When they were uh, doing the scratch tickets or whatever, and they were, it was like you lose, you lose. And he throws a scratch thing on ground. I don't know if you saw, it, but in the subtitle underneath it, it says it's really quick, but it says we actually won thirty dollars. <laughs> yeah. Hilarious! Yeah. So it's like, oh man, I like that. That's a good shit.
1: Yeah, uh, you have anything else, Dad?
0: <laughs> no, I just I liked it. That was, very, All it was right. very, good. So
1: this to me is the best song out of the entire album, I believe. Uh, it's called it's called Secrets Your Fire, and shit. The way this song climax Were you watching the music video for this yeah, one? Yeah, okay. yeah. We had to All see because right. it's, it's just... <laughs> it's something else. But uh, right. yeah, dude, Magdalena Bay, to me, like their real strengths are knowing how to climax a song and also melody. Yeah, Melody is like one of the most important things to music itself to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sure that's the case for a lot of people, Right, but right. they know how to do it. And like they have these little catchy... Uh, like riffs or whatever you want to call it in their songs, and it just yeah, yeah. kind of gets stuck stuck in your head, but stuck in your brain.
0: Yeah. So, anyways, yeah. All right, all right. So this will be "Secrets Your Fire" by Magdalena Bay. All right. So that was "Secrets Your Fire" by Mercury. Mercurial, uh No, Magdalene. Magdalene Bay. god damn it, I fucked it up. Yeah. Fuck. All right, anyways. Uh that song was fucking good. I enjoyed that. I also did enjoy the music video as well. That was pretty fucking sweet. And I thought it was hilarious that they were inside Windows fucking uh what what is it? XP, right? Yeah. Well, they like, had
1: the grass background with the fucking uh with the blue sky, sky blue, you yeah, know? blue sky or whatever and <clears> they have all these things like um old nineties like web pages and yeah. Fucking, uh, what are those like uh, the infomercial ads for calling like sex lines or yeah, whatever? Yeah. Well, actually, it was for confessions, but, um, and, uh, you know, the paper clip from fucking Windows. Yeah, it was the M- little paper or or Microsoft the... Word clippy. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, like I said, they just, it, it felt like when they made this thing, they just took everything from the last, like, two decades and just, like, let's fucking, let's make a, album out of everything that happened in the past like the retro internet culture yeah uh, fu- it, it's just very cool like i fucking loved all of it and it was but, i like how they
0: threw in some dial-up noises in there too yeah, i yeah. mean that was pretty fucking cool that just that just added to the uh i don't know the the aura of the fucking the song and everything it just adds to it And yeah. the, the
1: saxophone i'm like oh this the song was great and then it just gets even better when they throw the saxophone in there and yeah. um yeah do you like for me, why this song is the best is because it has that catchy riff with the uh, the keys or whatever. It's called, I think it's called Staccato when you make it like jerky and uh, it's like that, you know, that little riff that was in the chorus that yeah. it just kind of like gets in your head or whatever. But yeah, yeah, yeah just, just to me, by far their best song. And, um, you know, all the credits to them for. All the work they they put in, and certainly they have reaped the benefits of that. Like, you know, working with little Yachty and, and, uh, you know, them being producers and shit. I'm sure a number of people are going to want to fucking work with them because their music sounds
0: great too. So, yeah. Yeah. Just
1: overall great band.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I, I can agree. From the, uh, from the normie perspective, oh, yeah. They're pretty, they're pretty fucking legit in, in my eyes. Um, Anyway, so I guess that was pretty much it, right? We uh, we went through all the ones we were gonna do, and yeah. uh, Adam got to talk a little bit about uh, his shit talking, his shit posting. So <laughs> I mean, if you I, if okay, so the only <laughs> thing I have to add is that
1: um, nothing should be taken at face value. It's merely for entertainment. Do I want to prey on this guy's downfall? No, because I don't even fucking know him. I just did it for entertainment. That's all it really was. Like, and um, that's not me defending myself. It's just. Uh, cause you know, I'm not, I'm not afraid of like the consequences of me saying anything, but if you wanted an explanation, there it is. like,
0: listen, at the end of the day, all right, if you don't know what, what kayfabe is from, from wrestling, that's all you need to know. It's all you need to know. Yeah. Okay. That if you don't know what that is, then you're a fucking idiot. You're a fucking (laughs) idiot. All right. And if you, if you fucking think that this is all hundred percent real, that, I mean, listen, I do think it's kind of funny watching people fall down publicly, but, you know, besides that point, you know, this, this, of course, this fucking, this is kayfabe, all right? That's all you gotta fucking know. Yeah,
1: and if you, like I said, uh, just don't take it at face
0: value look into kayfabe and you'll yeah. understand why I do this and you'll get it You'll yeah. well maybe you won't but hopefully you'll get it and yeah. hopefully you're not an idiot yeah. and hopefully you're not an NPC either I don't know <laughs> uh, anyways if you do want to see all of Adam's kayfabe fucking shit posting uh, yeah. follow him on uh, all gas no trash official official yeah. right That's, yeah. Yeah. all one
1: word no underscores no nothing no nothing yeah. no
0: nothing or if you follow at Game Rage Magazine we're friends okay you could fucking just click it from there so you gotta type yeah. in a bunch of shit Game Rage Magazine a lot less words typed than that yes. and then you can click his and then bam, you're both of us. Hey, yeah. Uh, anyways, if you listen this far, uh, thanks for listening. This and one was probably going to be a pretty long one, yeah. And uh, you add in all the ho- music. hopefully, you guys
1: enjoyed the music that we played. Uh, you know, this is a podcast that's you know trying to keep you in touch with current events as far as music goes, and also introducing you to music you probably wouldn't have listened to otherwise.
0: Yeah, we're trying to expand and broaden your horizons, you uncultured swine. Yes so with that thanks for listening and i guess we'll uh, we'll just catch you on the next one that was the game rage music show thanks for listening